0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
1: crushed a caffeinated buble. Bublé. I call it buble. Bublé.
2: <laughs> I like that you call it a buble. buble. A refreshing uh, buble.
1: If you had the ones with caffeine? It's pretty good. Get no. Yeah. I had
2: exciting. one of those with, uh, it had CBD in it. I guess that's the opposite.
1: It wasn't bubbly, though.
2: I don't think it was bubbly. It was, it was some. It was some other brand.
1: I think it's the last thing you need is a mellow drug. <laughs> i should be doing no. cocaine all the time you should you should, you should stimulants my friend stimulants <laughs> cbd i don't know about that stuff do you, you buy it you buy it No. Nah. Like, i feel like it's all it's snake oil
2: yeah it's like yeah. it's like weed but it doesn't do anything
1: it's not weed it's not weed at all it's just the plant. it's not the stuff that makes weed weed it's like like here's St- a car with no engine you know what i mean like what's the point <laughs>
2: power windows though
1: <laughs> you need an engine oh you need a Well, the engine has a battery so you need what are we talking about i don't know about cars yeah how's yeah, the driving thing going you're still not doing uh, it yet right
2: i'm working my way up to it i still haven't driven in
1: la Let's go go karting or something. Let's get you like familiar with a wheel situation. Which I think that's you gotta. Yeah, you know where I mean? do we
2: get? Where do we do go karts in? In everywhere,
1: everywhere, and we go bumper cars. Is that I mean, that's really what the LA traffic is like. So we'll just. <laughs> that's a lot of. That's confronting <laughs> my fears. That's what it is. I'm
2: afraid to get into accidents. So what do we do? Bumper cars.
1: Bumper oh. cars. I think we could. Yeah. Huh? Well, you? Yeah. Okay. I get it you were in an accident at one point. So you have a rough one. Yeah. Right. You had like, a, God. I had
2: like, like a broken neck and oh my uh, God. collapsed lung. You know, the works. <laughs> 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 Give me one with everything. <laughs> I had a chest yeah. tube.
1: Wow. Did you make money off it at least?
2: No. The thing is I was too uh... early in my comedy career. So nobody knew who I was. So I didn't get any, um, I didn't get like, bookings because of it or or like press or no, any kind I of meant, buzz
1: i meant like did you sue the guy that hits you oh I, I just hydroplaned.
2: so it was <laughs> I a, love
1: how you were like you were like i'm not tracy morgan i was like no, was <laughs> <what I'm saying." laughs> oh you no, didn't even hit a car you know i hit a
2: wall so i oh, hydroplaned geez. on the highway and i hit a cement wall God. so there was it was just and no one else was in the car so it was, which is good but it was so it was just me involved
1: yeah, that's what you told the police. Meanwhile, there's a <laughs> there's a young seventeen-year-old girl missing. <laughs> <laughs> people are still looking for. I don't know, this is about myself.
2: I don't know <laughs> nothing about show. that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on. Uh... Watch this succession? Come on, guys. All right. Um <laughs> This going to be a weird show. I'm not, I'm not, you know, when you're just like, you're not there, but you're there. That's where I'm at right now. Like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, cause it's so hot, you know, it's like, yeah. I, just, I don't know. It's like weird. LA's weird right now.
2: Take it's a like, dip uh, in the pool.
1: I did. I didn't do anything. This made me want to not do this show and keep swimming. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to do this show. Then you got, yeah, you know, get ready for this show. I'm a Johnny Cash shirt. So I can do my thing. <laughs> Um. Yeah, there's a shooting around the corner. That's that's oh. pretty crazy. Yeah, it's um right there by the CVS on Hollywood Boulevard. What? It's like uh, it's 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 weird because it's like, you know, it, 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 when something like that happens, you just think ah, you know, it's like I wish I lived in the country, and then and then in the country, like a bear will eat you. So you know what I mean? Like there's wherever you go, there's gonna be something.
2: <laughs> it's right? always no? always trouble.
1: <laughs> Guns, bears. <laughs> Right. Bears with
2: guns.
1: Bears with guns. Hey, that's I like that. That's our new. That's the name of uh, our new show. Bears with guns. <laughs> Bears with guns. <laughs> I like that. Let's see. Yeah, let pitch it to Jay. He'll take. He'll take anything. <laughs> he'll take any show idea. Hey, I'm just getting word now. We
2: uh, we are we're, we're canceled. <laughs> I just got word. Comedy Hub is canceled. That's <laughs> final. <Dustin Spidal. laughs>
1: Dustin's vinyl. Are you kidding me? Come on, Jay loves me. Jay, I'm that I'm that redneck cousin he doesn't talk to. All right, so let's start. Let's bring in the other guy. There's another yeah. guy, right? Let's bring in another guy. Yeah, there's guy. another guy. There's one guy today. Ladies and gentlemen, very funny. He is our uh, who's that guy on MTV? Kurt. Kurt. Kurt Loader. He's our Kurt Loader of Dustin's vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> Give it up, everybody. Adam Hey guys, hey, I can't remember names, man. Like, it's the worst when you're like, he's that guy, you know, that guy. Right. <laughs> and you're just like, oh, this, the joke is gone by that point. Yeah. But you do know a lot of stuff. I feel like, uh, do you read Rolling Stone? I feel like you read. I used to, up, stuff, until, huh? yeah, up until, yeah, up until
3: they, uh, they, they turned into Maxim at that one point. But, um, Maxim oh. what do you mean yeah they uh, had the, they had the the I think it was like the editor Maxim took over, and they kind of shrunk it down um oh. this is, this is years ago, yeah
1: yeah, I liked it that it was it was bigger than you, the magazine, I liked it when yeah. it was just gigantic, it was just something <laughs> like just huge,
2: oh yeah, now um, it's small, oh yeah.
1: That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> this show's terrible today. Kids play Fortnite. This is not worth watching. Um, I think it's gonna be pick really up. bad. Yeah, nah, not at all. Really, with yeah. you, me, and you? Yeah, I don't think so. And Adam, got... he barely barely wants to be here. So yeah, he's like, Adam, yep. where were you? You were in Greece or something, right? Oh yeah, yeah.
3: No, I was I was in uh, so I was in Italy, Greece, and Turkey.
1: Wow! Oh my God, that's amazing. Did you get your hair done in Turkey? I always wanted to go there and get my hair done. No. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? You know what I'm talking about? Everybody goes there to get their hair done. They get like the you get like bangs and stuff. I don't know. <laughs> well,
3: they have the uh, they have the 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 big grand. Bu- I, I was in Istanbul for a day. They had the big grand bazaar. So they got six thousand stores. It's absolute wow. just mayhem. Uh, I asked the tour guide. I'm like, "Is there a record store here?" He's like, "No." I'm like, "Out of the six thousand stores there, they don't wow. sell any records."
1: Oh wow! Well, where were but, you where they? Had records? I thought you said some place was had records. Well, stores. actually,
3: actually, in um uh, so it, it was in Istanbul. There was an area um, a few miles away that had, I think, fourteen record stores. I just didn't have oh, the wow. time to get over there. But um, oh okay. And then uh, in Mykonos, I uh, I walked over to one. It was closed. Uh, but outside of that, I, I didn't really get a chance to, to go to any.
1: <laughs> well, did you have fun? Did you have fun regardless? Oh, yeah. I love <laughs> that. Like, yeah no record stores. Vacation suck. Right. We just sat in the house and listened to cassettes. We had no right. records. Um, that's cool. So you're with your family or what?
3: yeah uh, it was okay. uh it was one of those trips uh my my mom's big into uh doing uh it was a part of it was a cruise so she's big into into doing oh, cruises wow. and um so she's been trying to plan this for the last three years it just keeps it kept getting uh cancelled because of covid okay. um, so so yeah it was Sweet. um so
1: you know, it was I spent a smart some
3: cruise yeah so I spent some time in Italy then then went over got on the cruise in Rome and then uh Mm -hmm. yeah so it just went rome uh turkey and ended it ended in greece
1: how was the cruise anthony's ever been on a cruise how was it (laughs) well it's uh i just knew knew that
3: (laughs) (laughs) i I think i think it'd be fun if you're in your 60s 60s or 70s okay so it's really it kind of skews pretty old but um yeah. Uh, so mostly all the fun was, you know, getting off the boat and, and, uh, you know, going to these different cities.
1: Was there a comic?
3: There was. There was. Uh, I didn't, I didn't see, I didn't see his performance, but it was, uh, oh man, what was his name? I, I can't even remember either, but, um,
1: that's Wines on uh, Cruise. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> I got asked to do, I got asked to do cruises last week and you know, I, I might do it, but it's like, I don't think I have the act for it. I think I'm going to be one of those guys that gets flown a helicopter. They're going to fly in a helicopter and take off the boat. Like, there was a story when we first started comedy that there was a guy, it was like a Bill Hicks. He was all edgy mm-hmm. and they basically helicoptered him off the cruise because everybody flipped out because he was like, they hated him. Wow. <laughs> so it was like a whole thing. He was like edgy, like, you know, it was political, whatever. And he was just like, fuck this guy. And they like, they like took him off. They, they get helicoptered him off. But I think it's, the greatest thing ever. Like, I, I want to meet that guy. It's like, you're the, you're the coolest dude ever. They had to helicopter you off the fucking Spirit, Spirit Cruises or whatever it's called. Carnival Cruises. I just think that's so funny.
3: They had, a, uh, oh. they had an 80s night, one of the nights. And uh, so there's yeah. this plaza area and they have a band up there. So we we're, we're like, all right, you know, this could, be, this could be kind of fun. And the first song they did was uh, Lady in Red. And it was just that was the tone. It was just slow song after slow
1: song. Anthony loves that song. (laughs) Um, (laughs) That's my jam. It is your jam. (laughs) Uh, All right, guys, hang in there. We can do this. Okay. Um, (laughs) So, uh, you sent me an article. uh, It was actually Rolling Stones. It was the uh, top one hundred. Country albums of all time. um I don't know if I agree with the list. It was like uh was a pretty bad list. Yeah. It was like, uh, did you read it, Anthony? You didn't read it. Did I didn't you?
2: see it. What was that? Yeah. Uh, who was number one?
1: All oh, I, uh, Dolly I don't remember. Dolly Jolene? Parton? Yeah. No. Nah. Uh, is that on there? That's not on there. It's Code there of was... Many Colors. Code oh. of Many Colors. Yeah. Joel... Jolene is not on any of our albums, by the way. I don't know. Um, it's uh, kind of a rare thing. Not any of her studio albums. It might be on one of her live albums.
2: I thought the album was called Jolie.
1: I don't think so. Maybe now, like something recent, but nothing in the past, I don't know, 20 years. It's like, uh, all right, look it up. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Probably not, because I'm usually right. Um, (laughs) 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 Just put it on a Jeff video. All right, so <laughs> random pulls. anybody got any? Anthony? No. You sucker. You <laughs> sucker. Sucker. Uh, I got. <clears throat> I got "Reach for the Sky" by the Almond Brothers. This is a pretty cool Almond Brothers album. Uh, "Hell or High Water" is really good. And look, there's a black dude. I don't know where he came from, but <laughs> was he in? Was he in the band? <laughs> I just recognize that. I don't know. I gotta think so. <laughs> We're totally getting canceled. Um, I think I've listened to this album. I, you ever buy albums and you like books? You don't really listen to them? <laughs> do They're just on a shelf. Yeah, just, I do. I buy, I'm like, oh, I need more album brothers. Then I'll put it in the thing and I'll be like, I just haven't listened to it yet. I've owned it for five years i think this might be one of those albums i'm all like this song's great i have no idea but i have it (laughs) (laughs) it
2: exists on a shelf
1: (laughs) it's on a shelf and i feel like my album kind of is inspired by this dude today the one i picked so yeah uh, i got a a little stevie wonder this is uh it's a cool album i've actually listened to this one i think three times and uh it's got Stevie Day. It has my favorite, uh suspicious. Uh, what is it? Oh, suspicious that mind? Su- su- Superstition. Superstition. Gosh, yeah. Dang it! I'm getting Everybody old. Saw. I can't. I can't talk anymore. Uh, su- su- superstitious. Right. In. That. That would. That's a good one. Uh, this is a good album. That's all I got. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. You got is somebody in the kitchen? What's happening? Adam, yeah. what they you got a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> is somebody stealing your Chinese food? <laughs> out of the refrigerator? <laughs> get out of there! That's not yours.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a random poll, but it's with snacks. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Instead of
2: pulling a wrecked so there. <laughs>
1: Cheez-Its. I love Cheez-Its. Yeah. <laughs> all right.
0: Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
1: So, yeah, so top 100. Yeah, top 100 country songs. It was funny. I think the 100 was poor old Kenny Chesney. And then, yep. uh, and there was uh, the number one was Dolly Parton. Uh, Redheaded Stranger, I think, was number five or four. That was I think- number f- uh, I think three three okay yeah number three that's that's a perfect country album that's got a lot of really good songs on it um i was surprised that Folsom blues was over uh live at san quentin i think that's a better prison life album but i was also surprised none of the johnny cash stuff made it the johnny yeah. cash later stuff the uh uh rick rubin stuff i was president of that stuff made oh well, yeah those are great uh yeah i think so all right, you guys—you guys aren't into country enough to go with me on this. So, uh,
3: number—the weird thing—number four: Ray Charles, <laughs> modern sounds and country and western music.
1: Yeah, I have that album. I never listened
2: to the country stuff that he did. Was it
1: good? Uh, yeah, that's a great album. That album is very acclaimed and stuff. I mean, you know, country—if you take out the twang, country's very rhythm and blues. It's very much a part of you know regular music you know that that started the beginning of some music you know black music and african-american music and stuff so it's like you know we're just ripping people off and adding an accent <laughs> 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 slowing it down adding some acoustic that's all we're doing that's how we're stealing black music um this is a really weird show i like it i like it weird <laughs> um so today was Anthony. Explain what our theme was today.
2: Oh yeah, the theme uh, this week was albums recorded by side projects. That's the theme. So,
1: <laughs> bands really elaborate a little.
2: <laughs> band uh, side. So a side project <laughs> is a band that is a sort of an offshoot of another band.
1: Okay.
2: Cool. Am I? Are we starting with my album, or
1: of course? Oh, okay. I, I I, I'm not going to break this rhythm you got. Oh yeah. Well, I didn't know if I was
2: supposed to go right into it or if I was just explaining the theme. Uh, but I picked uh, a uh, a band called The Network, which was a side project of the uh, more popular band uh, Green Day, and, and this was the the debut album from the Network. It was called Money Money Twenty Twenty, came out in uh, two thousand and three, so this was like right before American Idiot came out, before before Green Day reclaimed their uh, the success they had with uh, Dookie. They were sort of like grasping at straws for a, a lot of years, and they had a bunch of side projects, and they were like just seemed like they were trying to figure out what they wanted to do. And this is a fun kind of new wave Devo kind of sounding album and i believe mike dernt uh sings lead on some of the songs like i think the the opening track joe robot i think is mike dernt singing so you get like a couple of billy joe songs you get mike dernt but uh most of it does not sound very much like green day at all and what i thought was fun about this side project in particular was that uh they denied being associated with Green Day. So the network, uh, they, mm. they, when they played shows, they were wearing masks and oh, really? uh, they had wow. fake names and stuff like that, and they would speak with accents. I forget where they were supposed to be from, Norway or Sweden or something like that, oh, I think. Really? And they just pretended that they didn't have anything to do with Green Day, even though uh, uh, this album actually came out on Billy Joe's own label. Adeline, I think it was called Adeline Records, um, which doesn't exist anymore. But so it was put out on his label. Uh, very clearly, uh, him singing on a couple of tracks, and and they're denying the the relation. So I I thought that was kind <laughs> of fun.
1: That did they, did they, people they... buy it? Did people buy it that it wasn't them? Was it they get? It? I felt like it was like easy to be like, okay, this is great day. Yeah, I
2: think fans knew right away, but I think it was just like a kind of interesting angle for like press and stuff. Because it it seemed like journalists were like, I don't know, we're pretty sure it's Green Day, but they're denying it. But then you listen to it and you're like, all right, I can tell this is is Green Day. It's on Billy Joe's label, so there's no way that it's not. That's Um, hilarious and then you know in recent years I think Mike Dern, uh talked about it uh, a little more openly so now the cat's out of the bag um, but they they did a couple more I think they they put out a second album in 2020 they had they, oh, okay. they, they kind of went away for like 15 years and then uh, they oh, they came the back oh
1: that's the one I listened to was I supposed to listen to the first one
2: yeah oh did you listen to the new one <laughs> yeah
1: oh because
2: <laughs> it was called money money 2020 part yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. we told <laughs> oh. you so uh i know what
1: are you gonna do
2: well that i mean i don't think that one was as good but uh, oh, okay. but I, I liked that one yeah. too yeah i think it's you know it, well we might as well just talk talk about it <laughs> you listen to yeah. one of their albums yeah
1: no i don't care i listen um Did you ever see that there was a documentary that came out? I'm not quite sure what it was called. It was about a guy that wore a mask and everybody thought he was Elvis. Did you guys ever see that? It was like a... It's no. a documentary and like people were just, just, re- he sounded just like Elvis, but he had a mask on. He had like the hair kind of like him and stuff. Oh yeah. And his, his build, it was a whole documentary on Netflix is about Everybody just thought it was Elvis pretending like wearing a mask and like, oh. you know, as, mm. like if Elvis was alive, I don't, you know, it was just weird. Like he would just be hiding his face, but it was like, uh, anyway, but it wasn't <laughs> Elvis. It wasn't and, Elvis. And, uh, it wasn't Elvis. Elvis is dead
0: so they say
1: so they say um well okay i mean adam listened to the right album but right. Um, <laughs> what i listen to i like i like bands being funky and doing weird shit and i think this is uh, a good example of that um so that's interesting i didn't know that they started this like early after their hits and stuff like yeah i thought this is something that maybe they did like recently but uh, yeah, it had kind of a zigzag Sputnik kind of feel, which is a big band that I liked when I was a kid. Uh, it was kind of a you know Russian dance, weird kind of you know yeah. psycho dance music stuff. So uh, yeah, I liked it. I thought it was uh, all over the place, and I didn't really sound like Green Day. And that's the thing. I think it's like once artists get to a certain level, it's like they want to do something completely different. You know, they want to take some you know chances. And and a band like this is obviously influenced by so many people. So it would make sense that they would, you know, do another album that sounded like other people. I'm kidding, but (laughs) 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 Uh, they can't get away from influence, but yeah, they're good. They're great. They're a great band um, to listen to, but you know, but we all know that they come from, you know, cores of punk bands and things, but, but this was cool. I thought it was interesting. Um, Yeah. Adam, what did you, how'd you feel? You listened to the right album. What do you think? Yeah.
3: I mean, I remember, I remember when this album came out and I thought off the bat that everybody was just saying, yeah, this is a green day. This is, this is their side project. I, I didn't really realize that it was, uh, that they kept denying it. Um, but, um, but I mean, I, I really, I always loved green day. They were one of the first big shows I saw. I, I, I saw them on the, uh, Insomniac tour, um, at uh Nassau Coliseum. I think it was like the, nice. like 90, 95 or 96. And, um, so I, I followed them for a while up until, um, probably the album that was right around this one. Um, but, but this album, I, you know, I liked the first few songs. I thought it got a bit repetitive and actually my favorite song on here is Spike, which I feel has a, I feel it has a replacement vibe to it, which the replacements, um, you know, were pretty big influence on Billy Joe and, and, um, uh, and green day. But, um, but yeah, I just thought like there's, there's just a lot of repetitive songs in here. Um, it is it it is an interesting side project. I know they have Teenagers from Mars, The Misfits cover, which is pretty good. Later on in the uh, album, oh yeah, that
2: was a bonus track. I yeah. I had the album before they added that, so I think the last two tracks on on like whatever is on streaming. Yeah, I I had I had the old school. It actually came with like a a. a CD ROM, or it was a DVD or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. With I the music it had videos. Yeah. I forget <laughs> what it had was. had like six of the videos.
1: Yeah. I, got, I, <laughs> had on, I had it on floppy disk. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it was floppy. It was, That's why they call it, flop, it floppy Yeah, disk. it was the
2: big floppy one. It was the size <laughs> of an entire room. <laughs> it was. It was.
1: Do we have a Jeff video on this? Uh, yeah. Which, which oh, one was Oh, I called? wonder
2: what Jeff uh, thought of it
1: i hope he's wearing his headband
2: yeah <laughs> i wonder if he listened to the the same one you did dustin
1: probably that's what old people do we listen to the wrong albums
4: <laughs> all right so let's talk a little bit about anthony 20. um i wasn't familiar with this i wasn't familiar with uh adam's band i wasn't really familiar with the band he would join he'd he fit in perfect um, this is essentially Green Day, uh, they gave themselves, uh, dopey names like, uh, the Red, not the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the, the Traveling Willberries. they gave themselves names like that. Uh, this album, it's, it, it's okay, you know, it, it, it's a, a very repetitive, uh, very eighties, um, uh, inspired maybe by one of Anthony's favorite bands and favorite albums. Uh, maybe it's inspired by Styx, Mr. Roboto. I know Anthony's a huge Styx fan, so uh, I could see him getting on board with the network. Um, I'm surprised they didn't do a cover of Mr. Roboto. But to me, this kind of sounds like it sounds punky. It sounds. Ob- <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: Thank you, Jeff. Uh Yeah, very repetitive, redundant, kind of like your comments. No, I'm sorry. Um...
2: (laughs) Oh, sticking it to Jeff.
1: He ain't here. That's what you get when you have other things going on. (laughs) We make fun of you. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was as he was talking, I the craft work thing that makes sense, you know, just kind of like experimental stuff. You could tell like they're influenced by that kind of groovy stuff that was happening on the early '80s. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's just so funny. I guarantee you that album made money. (laughs) It, I'm sure it did. Adam, what are they? Can you see what kind of money that made? So we could see if Jeff was completely wrong, which is my favorite part of the show. It's. proving jeff wrong especially when he's not on here it's great right
2: <laughs> well billy joe put it out on his own label at first so he must have made more money than i think the it got re-released i think that's why there's the two extra songs now okay so he probably made some kind of secondary deal and then re-released it i'm sure he made money on this
1: yeah even if it didn't
2: sell well because it's on his label and stuff
1: Cause I remember doing things like, you know, like sometimes it's like, there's a thing that happens with bands where it's like, <clears throat> like you love a band and then you can't get enough of that band. so then you seek out their the solo work, you seek out the side project just because you, you know, you love the band. And so you're just like going for all the other shit that's not as good as the original maybe, but you're still like, you know, I think there's a lot of fans like that, like, uh, you know, I remember uh, I really liked Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. And I remember uh, I uh, bought like Tim Curry's solo album, you know, because I was like, <laughs> oh, I want more of this and blah, that was that. That was a mistake. But um, <laughs> I never heard his album. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's all right. It's just, you know, he excelled in that environment. You know what I mean? Yeah. Any, any word, Adam?
3: No, I can't find anything on it
1: okay well i guess (laughs) jeff's right he made no money
3: no money (laughs) they're still paying it off to this day
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like the texas rangers still paying for a rod huh Uh, jay that's a baseball joke you appreciate a baseball joke or the Mets
0: still (laughs)
3: paying for bobby Bonilla.
1: (laughs) oh this guy with a sports joke anthony has no idea what we're talking about Um, (laughs) oh Um, (laughs) very cool um yeah let's go into mine and then we'll go into uh adams so um i love the side project uh theme i think it's interesting because you know i think the worst side project theme of all time um hands down was garth brooks um (laughs) chris gaines yep chris Gaines. uh i wish i chose that one i just thought of it but uh, um, oh man yeah because it was like you know he was this you know the biggest freaking country star of all time like it, literally i mean just stadiums and like amazing you know and so i think there is a point in your you know in your life when you're that big and your genre it's like you can't really go any further you're like all right let me do something weird you know and i think um you know, grunge was so popular at the time. And I think he was just like, you know, this, let's, let's dance in this and see what happens. And so I remember that album cover, they morphed his face and gave him black hair and a little the soul. Patch. Yeah, the <laughs> soul <patch. laughs> <laughs> so badge. Yeah, you know, it was just like such a bizarre thing. And I think it was terrible. I don't, I don't remember. Did they, I guess they released songs, right? They had to release well, something.
3: I think he hosted SNL too as Chris Gaines.
1: Oh no! Did yeah, he. Wear a wig?
3: Yeah,
2: and he must I must have. I, oh, I gotta find a pic, oh. uh, photo of it. It was that's... supposed to be a, a movie. What? That was. Like... I think that was the original concept. Was he had this character and he was going to do a movie, and then the album oh, was the God. soundtrack to the movie. Oh but wow! But then nobody liked it, so he he abandoned the movie project.
1: <laughs> Why would he think anyone would like it? Like that's. What... <laughs> I
2: don't. I don't know.
1: I think if yeah, I'm, I'm
2: pretty sure that was the story that was what i remember hearing about it i don't i don't remember the songs i never well, i never checked it out
1: yeah i mean that's that god complex where you think you're just you know you're so yeah. big that they'll they'll love this too you know you're <laughs> like nah dude you put on a cowboy hat and talk about low places that's all they want you for
2: <laughs> you anyway, got too big for his uh, birthday the
3: side by side
2: <laughs> oh yeah it looks like he's in fallout boy <laughs> right
1: <laughs> he's pretty sexy on the right I'll tell you you got that eyeliner going I wonder if any man sexy <laughs> you need some eyeliner Anthony That's I'm gonna start wearing eyeliner you know take the glasses off. put on some eyeliner <laughs> all right so let's see I guess it's my turn you son of a bitches um <clears throat> yeah you know, this album was really popular, but I didn't really get into it until kind of recently. And, um, you know, once in a while, I try to, you know, seek out stuff that's not really my genre, if you will. Not really something I'm going to go out of my way for. <clears throat> but I recognize talent when I see it and when I hear it. And, and, you know, and it's undeniable, you know, Bruno Mars is basically our Michael Jackson. You know, he's this super talent. The guy can sing. The guy can dance. The guy writes good music He produces good things. <clears throat> so this is his side project, uh, uh, Silk Sonic. Um, it's uh, with uh, Bruno Mars, Anderson Pack, who's apparently a rapper and a drummer. And they put this uh, album together during quarantine, and it was kind of a way for them to keep busy during the pandemic. It was kind uh. of one of those those things where like, hey, man, let's work. Let's try to you know, produce something and just keep busy. For the sanity kind of like anthony when you and i did the zoom album you know what i mean we had yeah. to do something yeah so, yeah <laughs> and so and these shows on comedy hub you know saved our sanity and so i think it's uh on a higher level that's what these guys did and uh and they ended up like this became like album of the year they won grammys for uh you know song of the year record of the year uh you know, R&B album, you know, songs, whatever. <clears throat> and this is kind of one of those albums that, uh, you know, it has a lot of sound of Motown. It's got kind of these uh, Stevie Wonder references and things. And it just, it's it's like you listen to it and it's just got this old school sound, but it has an edge to it that's very modern. So I really like this album. Uh, Silk Sonic, I think it's very cool. Uh, I'll start with one of the big tracks, uh, Leave Door Open uh which is one of their uh big singles on on the album it's sexy it's funky it's kind of a pop old school feel uh it has everything from stevie Wonder, Smokey robinson brian mcknight like it's just it has all that great stuff with it uh very cool and then uh one of my favorite songs is fly is me which i think i uh, love a nice swag song about yourself <laughs> so that has it that that's a really funny song because it starts it when it starts, you think it's going to be James Brown, kind of, and then it kind of flips into this uh, rap and the hip-hop stuff and then kind of goes down a parliament route, and you're mm-hmm. just like, it's all funky and cool. So it's like just so cool. Um, smoking Out the Window has a very Temptations Marvin Gaye sound uh, with edgy lyrics. That's what's really funny. It's like, because the backbeat on these, on these songs are very kind of, you know, old-school kind of like guys that wear the same outfits and shit, and then they start like, and then he opens this, opens the song with yo bitch, you know. So it's just really funny <laughs> how it's like this edgy material with this kind of old school sound. So uh it's a great album. Um, and then Love Train, another sexy one. And uh and after last night, I mean you almost get pregnant if you when you hear this song. Like it's just so sexy. It's got a kind of Supremes kind of Barry White feel to it. But I really like what they did with this one thing, because you could tell they're fans of the genre, old school music, whatever, and they kind of made their own kind of funky sound with the videos are amazing. it just makes you really love Bruno a little bit more because you see how much talent he he could just you know the guy could do anything like he just keeps kind of going and doing you know different genres with this, and it it just you know just really shows you the talent that he is, but I really enjoy it and uh i really hit my I, it's hard to find on a uh, vinyl sometimes because a lot of people buy it out yeah. i saw it in alabama and i was gonna buy it i was like ah, i'll get it again and i wish i'd gotten it but uh it's definitely a great album um i think it's like a sexy fun kind <laughs> of put on party album like just you know you feel good when you listen to it there's a lot of music that adam listens to that that you know anthony listens to that i listen to too it's all depressing you know like, I, it's, like it's, right. it's like, fight against the man, or you don't fucking get me dead, or, you know, it's like, all, all this like, nobody loves me, and then it's like, this stuff is funky and fun, and makes you want to dance with your girl, and like, you know, be sexy and silly and upbeat, so, I don't know, I think this is a great, great album, and uh, I think it's a really cool project that they did, and I love it that it was just kind of like, Keep Their Sanity ended up being this Tremendous album, so that's what I think. Silk Sonic, Anthony, how'd you feel about this? I know it's not your genre of music, but what, how'd you feel? uh
2: I I liked it. I, I had not heard of it before. I know you said it was successful. I I don't think it made any money. This thing, there's no way they're making money on this thing. <laughs> it makes ten dollars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I liked it a lot. I liked that it was like a updated sound, but very much. Like it was equally updated as it was like mm-hmm. a throwback to the to that kind of Motown sort of sound. It was like all the instruments and stuff that you expect. It almost almost sounded like uh, it was gonna be like a, a rap album and those were just like Motown samples because it sounded kind of yeah. like drum yeah. machine. So it was I, I liked I liked the production. I, I liked everything about it really. I I wasn't sure because I'm not a huge Bruno Mars fan. Yeah. Uh, but I I liked this a lot.
1: Yeah, I'm not either. Like the other stuff he does, it's very talented, but it's still too poppy yeah. dancey for me. But this yeah. is groovy. I like the grooveness of this really kind of draw. I was drawn to him a little more after yeah. this.
2: Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I would listen yeah. to this again. I would put
3: this, yeah. uh, you know, I yeah. listened to this a few more times. Get into yeah, it more. this is
1: good. Adam, what would you think?
3: I mean, I definitely want to pick up the vinyl for this one. And, Ooh. um, it's,
1: <laughs> I, so in all it, of it's, way. that's the biggest compliment. Like yeah. on the show, where we're like, I need it on vinyl. All right. right. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> I would listen to it again. He's going to buy it on vinyl.
3: Right. It might sit on open for a while, but <laughs> it's <a> <laughs> <laughs> it went on my shelf. Yeah. Right. But that's no, I mean, purpose. I really, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I really enjoyed it. I, I thought the same thing. This is a feel good album. It's funky. It's smooth. Um, you know, there's a um, you know, fly Is me. I, I thought was one of the one of the best songs on the album. Seven 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 also just just a, a great song too. Um, but yeah, it's just it was you know I had this in my car driving around to it. It's it just it's um, it just uplifts you. It's it's a great uh, it's a great fun album.
1: Very cool. We uh, we need fun in our lives. You know what right. I mean. Life is pretty depressing, so you got right. upbeat. Kind of like "Cool in the Gang." I remind me. Of, remember <laughs> "Cool in the Gang"? We were kids. Yeah. They put on "Celebration" came on. How could you be in a bad mood when "Celebration" came you on? You can't right. be. It's impossible. Celebrate. Come on. All right. What did Jeff think?
2: Yeah. Let's see.
4: All right, so let's talk a little bit about Silk Sonic. Uh, this is Bruno. Right from the Bootsy Collins introduction, the first song, a little under two minutes. Uh, great, it really sets you up for what the album is going to be. Um, it's big sound, great production on it. Um the lyrics but music real music it's not seen you get drums you can hear the bass you uh hear the horns which always makes a sound it was so um it was sexy it was smooth i mean what, what else do you expect from uh bruno Mars? but album this great album it's worth uh checking out um also
2: i i like that he threw in what he would have picked
1: Right. Yeah. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> when Jeff likes my album, I always think, "Gosh, should have picked something different." Um, <laughs> uh, I'm surprised God, he had
2: so much positive stuff to say. He's always a God. naysayer.
1: Well, he's that's kind of the genre. of a little bit of the music. He's a disco guy, and it's uh, very yeah, disco. Yeah. It has some disco feel to it. You know, he's a phenomenal dancer, so he's gonna <laughs> like music like that. So, uh, and uh, I would have picked Audio Slate. We're not gonna let you pick one if we're not here to talk about it. That's the new rule. Because <laughs> then we don't have time. <laughs> it's like going to talk about somebody else's album. Come on, man. We need some structure here. We try to. We try to get. We're on a time limit. <laughs> uh but yeah that was, that was cool um so jeff liked my album two weeks in a row i really got to go i'm gonna go obscure next time so uh let's see adam your pick what do you got all
3: right so um all right so i went with um was my favorite band of all time is radiohead and uh, and I've resisted the urge for so long to to choose one of their albums. Um, so I was like, oh hey, I with the side projects, I have the opportunity to talk about Radiohead without going into one of their albums. So uh, I did uh, their uh, side project, which is a recent album, The Smile, A Light for Attracting Attention. Now, just like uh, Silk Sonic, this album was uh, created during the pandemic. Um, this is uh, so it's Radiohead's Tom York and Johnny Greenwood with uh, Sons of Kemet drummer Tom Skinner. And for the most part, this is pretty much a Radiohead album. I mean, there's really... Uh, I mean, you even have Nigel Godrich uh, um, producing it too. So for the most part, um, it, it pretty much is. its its It almost feels like the follow-up to moon Pool. And um, so firstly, the, the name of it, The Smile, uh, Tom York said the name is... We're, we're called The Smile, not to smile as in... Ah, more the smile of the guy who tries to lie to you every day. So it kind of sets the tone. This is going to be a, a darker album. It's definitely the opposite of the Silk Sonic album. Um, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but but there is there is a lot of um, you know it, it kind of reflects a lot of what's going on today um, in, in terms of what Radiohead album it would be closest to it would be Hail to the Thief, which um, was probably the most overtly political album. This one, though, that one was really dark. I mean, that came out post 9-11 during the Bush administration. It was all about the war on terror, about the Iraq war. Um, uh, it got pretty dark. This one, at least there's some signals of hope in here. Uh, it starts off with um, uh, it starts off the same, which is a more electronic song, kind of like uh, Kid A's Everything in Its Right Place. And uh, the song calls for kind of unity in the face of oppression. Um, It it feels a bit like um, two plus two equals five off of Hail to the Thief. Um, And then it goes into um, the opposite, which is a more funkier kind of song. It plays up more on um, uh, uh, Son of the Kemet drummers, Tom Skinner's kind of jazz skills. Um, And then you have You'll Never Work in Television Again, one of the highlights of the album, too, which is um, pretty much it's pure guitar rock. It's almost Radiohead going into garage rock. It's something that, um, you know, they haven't really done since um, pretty much the Benz. Um, but it's a it, it's a lambasting of the entertainment industry, uh, sort of targeting Harvey Weinstein and all these different executives uh, who abuse their power. Um, then you got a uh, Panavision, which is uh, Tom York on the piano. It's got more of like a cinematic soundtrack kind of playing on um the, the work that him and uh, Johnny Green would have been doing, um, scoring all these different films. Uh, you got uh, The Smoke, which is more of like trip-hop acid jazz uh, beats, similar to DJ Shadow, who was a big influence on them for uh, OK Computer. And um, the vocals on this one, at least to me, remind me a lot of um, Talk Show Host, which was uh, a B-side for Radiohead that actually... Um, Ended uh, the film Romeo and Juliet, the uh, the Buzz Larman one. Um, then you have um, uh, one of my favorites on this album. I'm gonna skip over to it, uh, Thin Thing, which is this hyperactive kind of math rock. Um, it, it, this is more of the the Radiohead vibe that I like. It, it's um, it has the the kind of chaos of almost like Charles Mingus jazz. It's uh, it kind of reminds me of what Black Midi is doing right now, and then. Um, let me see. We'll just kind of skip around here. All right. So we got Free in the Knowledge, which is probably one of the most beautiful songs on the album. It's it's this kind of sparse, acoustic, almost folk song on it. It's very reminiscent of uh, fake plastic trees off of the bends. And uh, there's even like this little bit in there that's um, towards the end, Tom York starts singing almost, I don't know if it's an homage to it, but there's these kind of allusions to Michael Jackson's Man in the Mirror. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we don't know what Tomorrow Brings if a, a fantastic song. Um, but for the most part, I mean, this really, you know, even though it's the smile, it just seems to be this Radiohead album. It's kind of weird that they didn't just release it under Radiohead. But, um, but it's definitely one, it's become one of my favorite albums this year. And um, it's definitely one that's been growing on me, too.
1: Awesome. Uh, yeah, I have never met anybody in my lifetime that knows so much about Radiohead then <laughs> <laughs> This is why Holy I was skipping yeah. I was skipping around cuz I actually had
3: <laughs> I had so much more that I wrote wow. about this that I was like I got to wow. I got to cut this down we got like 5 minutes wow. left <laughs>
1: Wow I I don't know anything about my bands like that that's amazing that's um no I feel like radiohead fans they're very loyal. it's like a it's almost like a fish fan like it's like a it's a specific fan, you know it's like a you know you guys are connected to that band um I feel like in a way that's you know almost emotional like it's just a thing that you just yeah. Had. You can't can't get enough of it. You know, it's a music that speaks to you and it's like it's good stuff. I mean, this album was a black midi, very black midi. I felt like yeah. that's a lot of the, that's what I felt when I was listening to it. And I like Radiohead. I don't kind of get into them, obviously, kind of like you do. But I, I feel like they're very talented. I feel like this is something that was an interesting listen i felt like it was weird and fun and you know it just kept my interest it's also an album that you have to listen to a couple of times man you can't just give this a one can't give this a once over and be like okay yeah it's pretty good like you have to really kind of walk in to kind of to feel it but i think it's a band that has a lot of emotion and you do feel the music even when it's like they're taking risks with tech you know techno stuff and like it was really cool um yeah, I like Radiohead. They do one of my favorite covers of Rhinestone Cowboy, you know, like yep. that's one of my favorites. Yep. <laughs> they, do like a, they do like a live version of the old song, but they're great. This album was weird and fun. And uh, Anthony, what'd you think?
2: I, I liked it. Um, and I respect that they they did a side project that doesn't sound fun. You right. know? <laughs> they're yeah, like they, yeah. we're, we're, it doesn't they're not uh it doesn't sound like brand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it was a lot of work to make this right. uh it yeah. doesn't so the, the other ones we picked like green day messing around doing a demo yeah. album and uh yeah. you know fun upbeat, retro kind of, yeah. yeah
1: yeah and then yeah. these
2: guys are like nope Let's get to work on this right. side project. <laughs> um, I kind of wish there was more stuff like, um, what was the the You'll Never Work in Television again? Yeah. Is that the name of the song? Uh, I think that was my favorite song. And I kind of wish there was just more like that. Uh, but, you know, Tom York is very good at doing that, that kind of Tom York thing that this mm-hmm. album does, that kind of downer kind of stuff. Um, so I, I liked it. I thought it was good. I, w- I would listen all to right. it again
1: all right what is, <laughs> let's see what jeffy thinks well he
2: he thinks it didn't make any money or it <laughs> <won't>. <laughs> it's no audio slave <laughs> <Add in. laughs>
4: okay so let's start with adam's band the smile okay even the name stinks uh the album was a light for attracting attention um of course adam would, would choose this uh anything that's moody and slow paced you know droning you know that is what adam would pick you know my question is um how many slow droning boring songs can you fit on an album answer 12 okay 12 of the 13 songs on this album fit that description um two that really stand out, that are absolutely brutal. A hairdryer and the pretentious waving a white flag. it uh, just awful. Um, the only thing that I liked on this was uh, We Don't Know What Tomorrow Brings. Um, this is a band that's made up of members of a band that I don't like, uh, Radiohead. Uh, Tom York, who even spells his name annoying. Um, How about this for an album? How about um, a hook? Does everything have to be dark and gloomy? I don't know. Obviously, this wasn't for me. Uh, Sorry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Classic. Paul on brand, on brand. Um, Yeah, he really hates Radiohead, man. He hates anything. that. I feel like it's anything that doesn't have a hook. I think he feel like anything that doesn't have some sort of pop chorus, he's just against it altogether. It's like it has to kind of have this structure of, I don't know, it's like, I mean, it's like, come on, dude, have you ever done drugs? I mean, you know what I mean? Like that's, (laughs) 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 sometimes your brain just goes other places. It's not structured, you know? It is broody. Life is broody and moody and weird and, and so funny. Of course he doesn't like it. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was fun. That was a great theme. Good job, Anthony. Thank you. you. I didn't know what you're going to pick. You're going to (laughs) be like bands that dress up as Furbies or, you know, I had no idea. uh, Uh, (laughs) Well, that was my second choice.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The Chuck E. Cheese band. Chuck E. Cheese (laughs) band. Yeah. You you love the Chuck E. Cheese band. I think
1: we should, I think we should, we should try to pick them on tour and we we should like, (laughs) We could play those characters I'm like that'd be kind of funny. Um, maybe we just terrorize children after the shows. So. <laughs> but uh, thank you guys for listening and watching Dustin Vinyl. Uh, please follow us on uh, YouTube. We need more followers on our our YouTube page. And uh, yeah, get the word out, keep buying vinyl, support local record stores. All right, Anthony, play us out, baby. All right. Do a solo, something crazy. That's what we call a perfect show. All right, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Nailed it. Nailed it.